what I love about the church is that so many people do this, but truly become a part of the church. Your faith journey isn't just being here for an hour on Sunday and going home, but really become a part of it. Make this your community, and I think your journey will be that much richer. Really get plugged into it, and um, um, the, the benefits you will receive are, uh, are humongous. Tell me about your family. Tell me, you have two boys. I Facebook stalked you for a second just to see like <laughs> that's good. the family right. dynamic there. That's good. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, tell me a little bit about your family. And you sure. said one of your sons is, is pastoring now. That's but true. Right, give, yeah. give, give us everybody an update on, on what you're doing. Um, what your so doing. Um, Beth and I have been married uh, 45 years. We actually met in uh, high school. Um, she was my senior prom date. And so, wow. uh, yeah, so I always tell every parent, be careful of those senior prom dates. You never know where they'll, <laughs> where they'll lead. 45 years. Can, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it is amazing actually, yeah. you know, even for me to think about, but uh, yeah, it's been great. And, uh, we have two sons. Uh, uh, Trey is our oldest. Uh, he's 33 and, uh, he's, uh, now a minister. Uh, he's in Palestine, Texas. He's married. Yeah. Uh, they've been married, uh, I think it was 10 years last year. And they have a son uh, who's uh, four and a half, and uh, he's my uh, one grandchild. And then the youngest, Drew, or Andrew, uh, uh, lives in D.C., and uh, he is married. They've been married, I think, three years now. Cool. And um, uh, they're doing very well. We That's were, awesome. We, we were with them on Thanksgiving. Um, I retired three years ago, and um, I'm just doing other stuff now. With it being Christmas, um, you're in the middle of the forest uh, here on the <laughs> yeah. Mosaic stage. But right. uh, are they all getting together? Y'all, they're all coming for Christmas? Or? So if you think about it, uh, that doesn't work, right? And so uh, Trey being the minister, uh, yeah. he's, oh, he's, he's, he's there. there. So services. he has to do Christmas there. And then Drew's mm. um, in-laws now live in the area. So gotcha. um, the uh, agreement we've made with everybody is that we get together. Uh, we get everybody It's always together. an agreement. <laughs> right. like, we're, we're all, my family's the same way. It's like, yeah. who, who's house and what let's figure yeah. it all out <laughs> so we uh, generally get new year's all right and so this year uh, we're all going to be in austin uh, over the new year's that's so, awesome yeah so did the family okay so you have a ton of history here at the church yes. um and specifically we, with knowing a lot about the the youth the mosaic service mm-hmm. uh, one of the things marty mentioned was tom is really involved in a lot of things primarily the, the youth stuff right. and things like that mm-hmm. so um did you grow i mean did where did you grow up was it in the area? No, uh, I'm a military brat. Okay. And so, um, you know, I lived growing up, you know, Japan, Illinois, Germany. Um, I didn't, uh, my dad got stationed at Texas A&M when I was um, in eighth grade. And uh, we were there through my junior year. And so I, I always consider College Station kind of my home. Yeah. Um, and then after uh, I graduated high school, I came down and went to A&M. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, that um, makes sense. I can hear all the, the Aggies whooping. Yeah, right yeah. Now. We, we yeah. got it. We, we don't have enough of us, uh, yeah. but we have we have a few of us in the yeah. audience, right? Uh, or in the congregation. So after school, did you meet Beth? No, high school. Was high Beth, school, yeah. So yeah. my dad got moved to Illinois, okay. uh, Southern Illinois, and mm-hmm. Beth was there, and we met in high school. Um, she went to Illinois State at first, and then after we got married, uh, she came down. We got married after our sophomore year. And uh, she came down to A and M. That's that awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you are at A and M. Let's backtrack just a little bit. Sure. Tell me about. I mean, um, tell me about your home. Like you're a military brat, but did you are you did you grow up um, going to church? Did yeah. you grow up in the faith? Like what was the what was your parents? So my parents, um, my dad, I think, my dad grew up Baptist, but he met my mom at First United Methodist in Houston. 
And so they met through the youth program at uh, First United Methodist. Um, and, and quite frankly, uh, they knew that uh, Pat Thomas and uh, her, her husband, and they met there. And so, um, and then uh, so as we grew up, we either, wherever we lived, if we were stateside, we went to a Methodist church. And then if we were overseas, we went to a Protestant church, hmm. right? Um, and so um, the, my church home in College Station was a and Methodist. Okay. And... Um, um, and you know, so yeah, we grew up Methodist yeah, at that standpoint. They raised you yeah, in the faith. Do you remember yeah. at some point where you? Uh, I remember in my own story. There, there was like this transition point for me where it was like, um, you know, I just, I just don't want to go to church because it's kind of what my parents are making me mm-hmm. do. But I, I, I need to own this for myself. Like, was there that moment in your life at some point? Well, there's no question. I, and it's you know. I, I, we uh, so when Beth and I first got married, we to say we got away from the church is probably an exaggeration, but it's not totally an exaggeration. We mm-hmm. pr- we were not active participants for several years. And so I tell I, you know I tell most of the youth is that when they I tell every youth I get a chance to talk to is that when you go to college, um, don't do what I did. I mean you know it's uh, stay with the church. Go to go to mm-hmm. the Wesley Foundation if you're. Uh, Stand Methodist and mm-hmm. and do participate at that point because um, I view it as one of my big mistakes in my life that I, that I did. My brother did. My church. brother stayed very active. Gotcha. Um, and I think he got something out of Trey. Obviously, has become a minister, but he mm-hmm. he stayed very very active. And so, um, does your good. love for kind of what the youth are doing come from you having your own kids and wanting them to be involved and? No, no question. I um, was not that involved uh, through their elementary years. Uh, my job required a lot of travel, and I used that as an excuse, quite frankly. But mm. um, I got challenged by the youth minister at that time to um, come up to the third floor, and I was saying, no, they need their independence. You know, uh, they don't want me up there. Yeah. Um, and he said, no, you're wrong. And, uh, and so in 1998, 99, somewhere in that frame, I... Um, uh, my young, oldest was in seventh grade. I started uh, to go up uh, and uh, be on the third floor with the uh, youth, and um, he was more than right. I even gave the kids choice of where they would want me to be involved in, and they both said at the church. And mm. so I started then, um, and um, you know they haven't kicked me out yet, so, yeah. I've, so I've stayed up no, there. No, I yeah. think, I mean, yeah. they, uh, Marty was going on and on about how awesome mm. it is to have mm. your involvement and mm. everything going on. Um, I mean, what's it like? I mean, you've seen so much transition, oh, so yeah. much. I mean, yeah. think about the lights and think about this stage. I mean, yeah. it's like you were here when, it, you know, explain to people like um, with the mosaic service you said started like before we were taping, you were saying um, that it was like a Sunday, Saturday night, maybe y'all started or? It was either Saturday night. I know we definitely moved to a Sunday night at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did do a Saturday, I think we did a Saturday night. The youth band played. We had a really, for many years, we had a very strong youth band uh, group. And um, and they would play for the, uh, play for the service and be the worship uh, leaders for the service. How many people, when they started that service, I mean, oh, what was the... It was, it was, we really, one of the reasons we decided to move it to the mornings was mm-hmm. we were, we had a, you know, you had a loyal cadre, but a lot of it were around the youth parents. Um, yeah. But there were a few... Uh, loyal people that came anyway and mm-hmm. participated, um, but for it to become what it needed to become, we needed to move it to um, yeah. Sunday morning. What was the heartbeat of why they thought, "Hey, we need to add a, a con- more contemporary-ish service"? Back you know, then. You, you know, I, I, 
Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. You know, I'm not I'm not in those meetings, sure, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I'm not on staff at that but point. That's the but, beautiful uh, part because you're just yeah, observing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you kind of got the outside opinion. But. So my my thought is is that we viewed that there was a whole uh, part of the community that uh, we weren't getting with our uh, traditional services. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're known in the area as having uh, a very strong traditional service. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, the service my uh, wife loves. We've always had an. Um, I mean, we just do an excellent job with the traditional service. And so yeah. uh, we just, uh, I think they just felt that there was a whole part of the community we weren't getting to. And so uh, that we would add, uh, add it to try to uh, reach out to some, uh, to some people that the, the traditional uh, wasn't appealing mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. to have them come in. One of the big things that we're doing, you know, this is, we only have a couple more weeks literally in the gym with right. the contemporary service. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about and hit on was this transition, you know. Right. I feel like um, I feel like the heartbeat of worship is the same, you know, like um, whether it's singing a hymn or singing a, a worship sure. tune or more contemporary tune or whatever. Um, the heart can be the same. Like we can sing a hymn and, and, and really think upon the Lord and think mm-hmm. upon everything. And then we can sing a worship song and be in that same mode. But um it's kind of interesting where there are literally two worlds like this. If, if people come in here and they see, you know, the lights and they see like, a, you know, a drummer and that kind of thing, right. like that's one experience. And then they go to the transition, the traditional service and they have this big choir and, right. you know, timpani drums and all this kind of stuff. It's like, it's a different experience. So um, for you personally, just mm-hmm. for you personally, like how do, how do you, um, how do you what do you think about when it comes to um, the heart of what it means to worship, but at the same time acknowledging that we can you can have different experiences oh, sure. within the church for sure Does that make sense? well uh, you know we're as a couple we're probably a prime example of it so Beth really uh, uh, she gets her needs met through the traditional service and um and for me, um, I can't tell you when it was, but it just um, it just wasn't doing what I needed it to do mm-hmm. at, at some point. And so when we started the whole journey down for the contemporary service, I was I was all in. I really felt it's what is needed, but it was more than that. It's what I felt I needed. Mm-hmm. And um, and for me, it's just a different. Um, um, I don't know. I, I wish I could really explain it. That uh, it, it, yeah, I just feel more worshipful. I mean, I just, I think, uh, I can't remember who it was that said it to me. Is that one of the few t- first times in, when we had Mosaic or whatever, they said they come here because they feel the Holy Spirit here more than other places. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's it. Um, I don't know. But it's I kind feel, of hard to put a, it just, I just put feel, language to that yeah, in some ways. You it know? just, um, and most of it's around the music. All right. Okay. If, music, if, yeah. I'm honest, if I'm if I'm honest, sure. I, um, um, I'm not a traditionalist when it comes well when it comes to the music, you know. Um, and so uh, it's more than uh, that. I used to joke. I mean, you may not want to put this in, but I used to joke with Phil all the time is that you know there were some hymns written after 1873, but um, um, but um, and he just looked at me. 1873 uh, <laughs> after that is like yeah 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 yeah. 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 But. Right, and so um, I just uh, and it's around the music, but I just um, you know it it just it just it's there for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and Beth and I have had that discussion. She doesn't feel that way uh, with it. 
Um, she really loves so the does hymns. Does she attend the eleven fifteen? Yeah, she sings in the choir. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, okay. And she, um, but she loves the old. She loves the hymns. She just loves them, and she loves the music. Um, and um, and so. Do you um, sing? No, no. When it came when it came to singing, I was the babysitter. No, yeah, they no. have a place in the choir like in the back and on the far left. You can just yeah. No, I, I don't even have. I have zero rhythm as well. So yeah, you don't want me anywhere near it. Uh, yeah, uh, Phil and I have joked about that for years, but no, Phil does not want me in his choir. So. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Then you know, January fifth, we're going to try to move it in there, and um, you know, one of the things that I'm. I'm the director of production, so I'm literally thinking through all the problems that we could have, you know, technical-wise and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And as much of the upside as there is to to doing that, I still personally see, you know, the space is different. Yeah. The um, Until we get, like, an upgrade in lighting and different things, the experience will be different. So I, I can kind of already hear those conversations happening and people – you know, getting used to a new way. And so my, my heart is that people would find um, the same worship experience in a different environment. Right. But I can already anticipate some of those uh, conversations that I, I, I'm kind of already hearing in my head. But like, um, you're going to be a prime example mm-hmm. of a person who worshiped in this space in one way, sounds one way. And this is a side note, but um, we tested the drums in there like a few months ago, and it it sounded great. And honestly, I felt like I was getting better. It was sounding better in there than it was in the gym. Well, it almost, uh, I mean, you weren't here when we first came here, but the acoustics in this room are awful, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, We we were very fortunate that they figured out how to put some stuff up on the walls yeah. to, to help it, okay? But it. initially, it was awful. So the the acoustics in that room are just going to be much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of us that go to uh, Mosaic um, are a little, I'm a little concerned that sure. the environment is going to be that much different because, you know, as we were developing the concept for Mosaic, we um, several of us went to other uh, contemporary services, oh, you know, and, cool. uh, and none of them were in uh, their sanctuary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a reason, because they wanted to get away from, uh, they wanted it to be very different. Um, you know, Marty has done this at other churches where they've done it in the sanctuary, and it has worked really well, all right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I have faith that uh, that's that. Uh, I think to me, the biggest change is the time change. Yeah. All right? right. And, um, and as I started to say before, we knew 8.50, 9 o'clock was too early. Yes. Um, that was the original time for the original Mosaic It was service, 8.50. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. 8.50. Wow. And... Um, uh, we knew it was too early, but in order to get it to fit with everything, mm-hmm. we, um, we, we really felt we had no choice uh, mm-hmm. at that time. Um, we had talked about even then, uh, had a brief conversation about splitting the Sunday schools, um, but it just didn't feel right at that time. And, um, and so that's part of the experiment that's going to be interesting to uh, see how it works. Yeah. Um, they've done a lot of planning on it. Uh, they've done a lot of thought about it. Mm. Um, and so um, I think it's got as good a chance as um, anything. But, uh, yeah. but the 10 o'clock time for um, the contemporary service, uh, or I guess we're calling the middle service. I know, now, yeah. Now, yeah. The Maybe middle we'll service change, now yeah, um, yeah. is probably, it, it's better than being at nine, yeah. I think, yeah. I think uh, it will it'll appeal to to more people that way. Yeah, yeah and that's um, I think that's what I keep hearing people talk about is this will position us to be um, more open to growth, meaning you know mm. um, looking towards the future and 
you know, seeing people, I, I guess the people that enjoy that experience right. and, uh, and maybe it's geared to more towards more like younger families and, and that kind of thing. Um, but do you see that as well? Like it puts us in a opportunity within the community to draw or to have that, you know, that type of family come to the church. Do you see it doing that or? That's the hope. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, the, you know, I've, I've only I've only been here during that time, okay. Mm-hmm. And when we originally started, that was the the hope and the and the concept. Um, it's it, it's logical to me that if you put it later, uh, you're going to uh, draw more uh, from a, a different sector, younger sect, or a yeah. group of group of folks. Sure. Um, time will tell. But that's the, you know, we, as I said, we 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 thought it was too early when we first did it okay and so my hope is is that um um that we're right that this yeah. movement it will uh, broaden it and, and just bring in some uh the people that aren't going to church uh, yeah today. and the other thing too i think about is like people get even myself they we get used to the way things are and mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to shift and to try something new and so um so i'm i'm just hoping that that Kind of, there's. I, I guess I'm just hoping that there's a lot of grace in <laughs> trying new, trying new yeah. things, and and really learning that, like, you know, whether it's business, whether it's church life, whether it's family life, you know, doing something and then adjusting, making a change, trying it, make like that is, that's what life is all about, right. in my opinion. And trying something, seeing if it works, tweak it a little bit, add things. It's just like. You go with, you know, my, my thought is like, if the Lord is leading you down one way, mm-hmm. try it and go. And then it never looks like you think it will, but it looks and it ends up the way that God wants it to be. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's what, I'm, what, I, what I'm really hoping. Change is hard, though. Change uh, is hard. And, um, and so I'm sure there will be a lot of discussions. Uh, I'm sure there already are been a yeah. lot of discussions around the change. Um, I think everybody... Hopefully, we'll be patient. There are going to be some very positives around this. Yeah. Uh, some of it is more people, but I think there's some, some people's schedules on Sunday will be positively affected. Yeah. And, and, and then the sanctuary, uh, I'm of two minds on the sanctuary. I think the sanctuary uh, sound is going to be it's just going to be much, much better. I think um, it's a, you know, it is a worship space. Yeah. I think from a production standpoint, for the production crews, it's mm-hmm. going to be much. I mean, once you figure out the transitions between and we services, can stream it like we couldn't do. Like we, we just stopped for people that don't know. We just stopped a, a month ago now, like streaming the mosaic service because mm-hmm. the quality of it, we couldn't get the quality of the sound, okay. in my opinion, to reach a certain level to feel comfortable putting it out. Yeah. So with it being in the sanctuary, we have a more robust video yeah. system in there. The board is better it's like it's going to be infinitely better so that's a side note but yeah so all of that is going to be better it's just a um it's not the same space right it's change and so um but i think um um, so i'm interested to see how it goes and i think for the most part i think um i've I've said this to people who have asked me about it uh, before is i think overall it's going to be a positive experience and um you know who knows that you know what we do now is doesn't necessarily mean it's forever and if we right. uh, get it big enough and do something we might be able to do even yeah, something different awesome. well let's transition our conversation from talking about that transition and that change and let's talk about the church as a whole sure. um i wanted to ask you so we are believers and the church specifically is a community of believers that um 
that does a lot of different things, whether it be helping, helping the community, helping us grow spiritually. Um, from your perspective, from let's talk about like your personal faith, your personal mm-hmm. relationship with God. Um, how has the church impacted that for you? Um, obviously you've been here for a while, but you yeah. grew up in the church, you've been in and out of the church growing up, but uh, how has John Wesley specifically encouraged your your walk of faith and kind of and what what things within your own walk have has that impacted? Wow, um, that's a big question. Yeah, it's a big question, but, but um, so I can yeah. So especially since 1992, it's just about um, uh, it's um, everything. However, for me especially. Um, as you know, I, I'm on the third floor. I'm with the youth, so yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have an adult Sunday school class. I go, I'm, yeah. I'm up there, and uh, for most of those years, I've taught at the Sunday school hour, and uh, and also uh, for most of the years, been involved in the um, evening activity at some point i'm probably not as consistent okay there. so you're there every sunday night when they did service well mostly. chris chris would laugh at me saying every sunday <laughs> night because uh, my travel schedule <laughs> interferes but yes sure. i'm there as much okay. as i can uh, i can be but no i don't 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 give chris any impression that i'm there every sunday yeah, night but i try sure. to be there as much as i yeah. as i can and probably for me um that has impacted my faith journey far more i mean everybody gives me kudos for being there with the youth and all of that. And I understand that, but trust me, uh, it's, it sounds like a cliche, but my faith has gotten so much stronger being up there with them. Do you think seeing that's them, because you're them. having to teach a lesson? You're having oh, there's to, no question. Well, that, it's two sides okay. of it. One is, yes, I'm having to teach. And that, that changes every, uh, that, that not changes everything. That just brings much more focus into what uh, you're yeah. trying to uh, get across. Mm-hmm. But it's just the youth themselves. I mean, um, uh, you know, the things you see, the, especially the ones who, uh, I mean, the, the ones that end up with, you know, they make my faith look paltry, uh, some mm. of them. It just, uh, it, uh, it is amazing to me to watch uh, them grow and, um, um, and they become uh, young adults and, um, and, and then they leave. No, yeah. <laughs> right? and then they go off. But uh, <laughs> it's... Um, I've just um, I've just received a huge blessing from um, being up there with them. Outside of this church, I mean, outside of this <laughs> uh, this building, sure. do you guys have a community of people that you and your wife meet Some, up with? Some, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny you ask. We do have uh, groups at time that we meet outside of this, but most mm. of them are adjunct to. John Wesley, all right? And uh, so okay, okay. Uh, we're not huge social beings anyway, but mm-hmm. uh, so much of the social activity we have either started around John Wesley or, or through people that we've met through John Wesley. Okay. So, um, you know, obviously in my business life, I had um, a lot of, you know, I had a lot of associates and, you know, and especially in my yeah. travels and all that. But uh, from a standpoint of Beth and I in a social setting, um, most of it is around Joe Muslim. What's it like? Uh, let me ask you about retirement. What's yeah. it like, you know, being in that phase of your life? It's different. Um, I, I think I already may have already said this. Beth would laugh at the uh, retirement because um, yeah, you're very, I, you're, yeah. I'm still doing uh, yeah. uh, some things. But that that's probably the most important thing. My father is, um, my father and mother are still alive. And my father is 89 and my, um, uh, or just about to be um, uh, 90, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and my uh, mother's just a few years younger. And what I saw with them, he, tar- he retired relatively young, and um, he just stayed extremely active. 
And um, in the first few weeks of my retirement, uh, I was not very active. Uh, and I will, and I think anybody that's retired would echo these words, is yeah. that if you do retire, you, you, you need to have something meaningful that you're doing um, outside of the house. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. um, um, and in today's world, because there's so many of us retiring, because uh, of all the baby boomers retiring, um, there really are a huge number of opportunities. And... Um, there's a lot of things in this world that uh, retirees can do. The reason I bring it up is because I see that you're retired and you're in that phase of your life, but it hasn't stopped you from being involved in the church, no. helping out with the youth, teaching. No. It's like that dynamic, I think it's lost at some point. And, and the way that I personally see it is for you to continue to do those things, it's, it's evidence the way, that I, the, the, the way that I see it is for you, it, it might be more about the process mm -hmm. of being a believer and like the process of living your life as a Christian, as opposed to I reached some point, some final goal of mine, and now I'm done. For, for, for me, oh, yeah. it, it, when it comes to music and stuff, I, I run a studio and make music with people, but um, oftentimes it can be about the finished, like, oh, I just want to make this song and forget the love of the process. Right. You know, and it feels like for for me, what I'm hearing you say is like, I love the process of being a Christian, living that life mm -hmm. out, teaching younger Christians and, and encouraging them. And, and it's not just about getting to some stage and just calling it a day, but it's about that pro just the process, you know. Well, there's no question that um, as I was, uh, <laughs> I was about to say aging now, but that's not, not what you're I meant. Young. But, uh, yeah. Actually, I, I do feel that. But um, <laughs> when I was making the, the decision for retirement, but uh, you know, I had felt for years that uh, that there was not. It was it was really, and, and again, this is cliche, but it really sure. was a transition into doing other things. All right, um, and. Um, that's generally the attitude I've taken with it. I've been very fortunate mm -hmm. that um, some of that uh, happened for me through my association with some other folks in business, okay? And so I've been able to uh, continue mm -hmm. uh, down that avenue in some aspects. Mm -hmm. uh, but also on the, the church side, there's some things that um, we had kind of started even before we retired where uh, I think you know that we, the youth and some adults, we build wheelchair ramps probably. I saw uh, a picture yeah. of the ramp build. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, yeah, we probably do about 80 years, something like That's that. Awesome. Um, but some of those things wouldn't, would, I, I, we probably wouldn't be as regular at it if I hadn't retired. Mm -hmm. you know, that's yeah, it's somewhat of an excuse making because I, we probably could have figured out a way to do it even if I hadn't retired, but uh, it, it probably wouldn't have been as consistent. Mm -hmm. um, and there's some other things I'm doing around town that I wouldn't have been able to do if I hadn't sure. um, uh, left the job I was in. The, the job I was in was relatively all consuming, so um, wouldn't have been able to do it. But I'm also very, very lucky that I'm able to keep my hand in on yeah. the business side uh, as well. I want to ask you two more things. Okay. Um, first, I want to ask you about your wife, Beth. Sure. Uh, 45 years, you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I mean, um, especially within our culture nowadays, you know, like if if hard times come, mm -hmm. if I don't like this person anymore or they're <laughs> really rubbing me the wrong way, like it's it's easy to just you know, I just, let's do something else or like, whatever. It's like, and I'm not saying y'all haven't had your problems, because <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's been problems, yeah, yeah. but no, it's been blissful the whole, <laughs> yeah, we'll, the whole time. We'll specifically <laughs> put that point just for your wife. But yeah. tell, tell us, you know, from my, I've, I've been married 
um, my anniversary actually is on Monday the 16th. So I'm excited about that. Um, but I've been married 13 years now and that will be 13 years on Monday. So encourage me. I'm 13 years in. How do I get to 45? You know? yeah, I'm not sure I got an answer for how to get to 45 because I still find it hard to believe it's 45, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, you know, I, I think even if you ask Beth, we, you know, we were we were so young. I was 19 and she was 20, um, but we just um, it it never has been felt wrong. Um, we uh, we were committed to each other from the beginning. Um, I can make it into a very uh, you know, uh, uh, a beautiful love story if you want. But the truth is, is that, <laughs> yeah. um, and this is cliche as well, she's always been my best friend and has mm-hmm. continued to be my best friend. And even even when there were the difficult times, um, you know, I, you know, I got fired a couple of times, all right? And, yeah. um, uh, you know, companies got bought mm-hmm. and I was gone or even through... Um, whatever issues there have been, all the moves we made, uh, mm-hmm. we've moved 14 times in that uh, time frame. Um, you know, we were always, it was always going to be us. And so um, I wish I had a secret for it to tell people, but for us it was, we were committed to the marriage from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, through all the changes in our life, uh, we've stayed committed to it. And, um, you know, it's cliche, but she's, the, still, she's still my best friend. What's the spiritual dynamic between y'all? Do y'all encourage each other? Does it work like that or like? No, nah, you know, it, um, we go to the two different services. So yeah. it's, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what hers is. Yeah. Right. Um, I think both of us haven't been raised in the church. Uh, she was raised um, Baptist, but it was American Baptist up mm-hmm. north. Um and we chose the Methodist Church after we got re, uh, after we got married. Um, I think both of us haven't been raised in the church and raised very similar from a, a social economic standpoint. I just made it; it was just part of our lives, and mm-hmm. and we've ebbed and flowed. I mean, yeah, let, sure. you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, there's no question we've ebbed and flowed in our faith and, and the journey. But um, um, I think it just helped that we were both. Uh, I don't know what the right word is, raised in the church. And so it was just, in the end, it wasn't a question of whether we were going to be there. Yeah. The second thing I was going to ask you um, was about your kids, because Mm -hmm. I know you're you're involved um, with the youth here and you teach them and stuff. But like when your kids were growing up and my kids, um, you know, they're nine and six. So was there um, one of the things that I think about is intentionality when it comes to faith, when it comes mm-hmm. to, I mean, your son is a minister now, but what, explain, like, was there anything that you were, were you intentional as a parent when it comes to spiritual disciplines or like spiritual so, life, church life, that kind of stuff? So in the household, day-to-day household, mm-hmm. probably not as many, as much as many people I see today and, and maybe shame on us on that, but it was very intentional mm-hmm. um, on being involved with them at the church, okay, and with the church, and participating them with them in the church, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, probably more Beth when they were younger, and then me um, more when they were uh, older. But uh, but even having said that, even when they were older, Beth would be involved uh, with us and uh, many of the things. But um, that that was intentional, right? Yeah. Um, and um, um, and I'm and 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 I and I've already said it this way as well. I think they 
appreciated it and got a lot out of it. And I mm-hmm. think it did influence their lives. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, um, I think we got more out of it. Okay. Yeah. What was your, your oldest son? His, his name is Trey. Yeah. He's, he's the third. Yeah, Thomas. How, how yeah. many years has he been in the ministry? Now? Wow. So his son, he, his son was born. So four and a half years. Okay. Seems like it. I think four and a half years. Yeah, he graduated from seminary uh, the same time his son was born. Was that something he came to you and was like, hey, I think I want to go to seminary. I think I want to do this ministry thing? Yeah, his original goal was he was going to be a lawyer. um, And he went to school out east to to become a lawyer. And then after his sophomore year, um, through a lot of events, um, he uh, just felt the calling to um, become a minister. So uh, after his sophomore year, that was the goal. And then um, he did... um, he graduated college, uh, got married. Uh, his wife got her master's while he did Teach for America, and then they uh, uh, spent four years in Emory and, and somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom, I feel like I've gotten to know you a little bit over this you know, 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm not sure I want you to use all of this, by the way. So that's all right. I'll right, edit right, everything right. out that you don't want in there. So okay, sounds good. I, I just really appreciate the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate your heart. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, um, well, there's a lot of things I appreciate, mm-hmm. but I just, want, I just know that I appreciate you okay. and, um, and the church appreciates your involvement and in, in your heart towards our youth specifically, but, um, everyone else too. So just know that from the staff. Um, and one final thing is if, if you, um, you know, obviously the, this podcast will air and, you know, millions of people will listen to it <laughs> right, of course so that's my worry right if no. you have uh, no it's really directed at the congregation sure, you know, know. this is all I'm this is like game. a moment <laughs> where uh i imagine you know marty every week stands up and he he's able to speak to everyone mm-hmm. but this is an opportunity I, I imagine to just you know somebody's listening now that goes to church at john wesley um they love god they love other people but What's, what's been, what's been the one piece, maybe if you could just boil down and just give one piece of encouragement to someone that goes to church here, um, what's on your heart? Maybe it's a verse, maybe it's just an idea, but what, what is one piece of encouragement that we can give people today? Well, and and what I love about the church is that so many people do this, but truly become a part of the church. All right. Um, you know, it's not, um, um, your faith journey isn't just being here for an hour on Sunday and going home or just being in um, for two hours, being in a Sunday school class, whatever, but really become a part of it. Um, make it the, make this your community, um, uh, become a part of this community. And, um, and I think your journey will be that much richer. Uh, we have wonderful people here. You, you already know that. Um, it's mm-hmm. been here for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and it's a huge part of my life. But it's, it's, it's as I've uh, been here longer, and I've, there's been ebbs and flows of how much I've been plugged in and where I've been plugged in and what I've done. It, but I, uh, I, I would just tell everybody, really get plugged into it. And um, um, the, the benefits you will receive are, uh, are humongous. Well, thank you again. All right. Thank you. All right. All right appreciate it.